Hello, and welcome to the first episode of Pull to Open of 2023. Pull to Open, of course, is a podcast that goes through all of Doctor Who, the television series, in random order. And I'm Pete Paschal. And I'm Chris Taylor. And uh, here we are talking to you from across time zones. We are recording this at the very end of the year 2022, but we are broadcasting to the future in 2023. So I hope it's a good year so far. Hope you uh, hmm. enjoyed the killer asteroids uh, and the, the axons who landed in Hyde Park. That was quite a surprise to everyone but us. Um, anyway, no, <laughs> none of that has happened. But what is happening is uh, we are doing a clip show. Yes. No, we're not doing clip show. Well, we're sort of doing clip show. <laughs> we're we're doing, a doing a spreadsheet show. show, which is there even is. more exciting. Even better. <laughs> yes, folks. Guys, we are big Doctor Who fans, obviously, because it's a Doctor Who podcast. But as you know, Doctor Who fans often are very organized and perhaps even a little bit completist, you might say. Yep. And That's us. We, one thing we include in the show notes every all that every week uh is that we have our pull to open codex which of course is one part of the randomizer the codex is the necessary information we feed into the randomizer so the randomizer can pick a show at random and so basically the codex is a spreadsheet of every single televised adventure of doctor who and it's um, a it's a type 40 codex really it, it does have a <laughs> a few uh it had a few mistakes in there you know you sort of had to uh fly it with a handbrake on for a while um, but we've we've upgraded it, we've corrected it, except we have not added all of our ratings. Because as you know, as long-time listeners know, at the end of the show, we have one of four ratings. It, the rating system has grown. That's our first problem. Mm-hmm. Uh, we used to be just Daleks and Ogrons around here. I remember when it was just Daleks and Ogrons. <laughs> and then along came Professor Hater with his show you love. Mm. No, along came Viscount Banger first. Well, they both the, came, yes. They both came along, yeah. but the Viscount came first. And uh, we've, we're sort of collecting ratings as the show goes on. Uh, but that gives us an opportunity to go back over the stories that we either did not rate because we were a young podcast and didn't know any better. Um, mm-hmm. Or we only had the Dalek and Ogron duality, which that must be the least listened to Big Finish uh, story <laughs> title. The Dalek Ogron duality starring Sylvester McCoy. Um that's some serious and, techno babble right there. Wow. Right. <laughs> uh, so we, we want to go beyond the duality. We want to uh, fully upgrade our codex, which has already been upgraded, I believe, yes. Pete. And I'd like look to take a moment to pat <laughs> myself on the back here for this codex upgrade. So, guys, one of the big features of this new year, this new season of Pull to Open, is that we will no longer have any time-locked episodes. The Codex has a complete uh, overhaul, and we've added a column. Wow. <laughs> we've added a column that it's not just story number. There is a randomizer number, and the randomizer number <gasps> will reject the, the, the ones, the, the basically the episodes, stories we have already done. Reject. So we will, reject. We will, we will never again impact our... TARDIS into mm. a time locked episode. We we it was really starting to like get shaken up a bit from all those uh Seriously. All those time time barriers. So I I'm guess really this is this is the start of a new season. I feel like we've just I've just walked in our control room and it's all it's been given an <laughs> overhaul. It's a, it's it's changed. Uh, it's just yeah. like that scene in the Snowman when Clara <laughs> follows the Doctor in and then boom. Hey, surprise everyone, new TARDIS. Yes, this, um, this spreadsheet is I, can you tell I smaller on the outside. It's all it. uh, yeah, so we got the spreadsheet, but we have also have uh, ratings for all, all of them are recorded. And as homework for this episode, I wanted to make sure we had the complete uh, set as so far of ratings. So I went back and listened to mm. at least a bit of every episode where... We gave the ratings, good, good and Lord. I'll tell you this, Chris, we've been remarkably inconsistent <laughs> about our ratings, even when we had ratings. So we introduced the, the rating system pretty much around the when we went random. So we, we were supposed to, supposed to pick Dalek or Ogron for every episode from then on, and we kind of did it and kind of didn't. And even when we did it, we kind of didn't do it sometimes. <laughs> so Yeah, well, I think we, we picked it up. to fill in here. We we really picked it up when when we introduced uh, the Viscount Banger to, to yes. the system. Um, 
Yeah, it really, uh, with, with State of Decay. That guy adds a lot of excitement. It just suddenly we were like, okay, now that we have the Viscount Banger rating, we wanted to like give it out. And we, you know, whenever we wa- wanted to rate something, we had to sort of, uh, there was an added excitement to it. Was this a banger? Is it not? Um, and that lasted mm-hmm. a while. And then, of course, we, you know, there was there was something missing on the other side of the scale. Because, you know, there's, yes, there's such a thing as bad Doctor Who, but even sometimes with bad Doctor Who, you get you get something out of it. And so that's why the professor has now entered Indeed. our lives. And yet, even Welcome, though we have professor. those four ratings, we've still been remarkably, like, we. it's a hard time for some of us to pick an ag- precisely one rating, and we've given some split decisions. I will say, you're more the split guy than I am from, from a lot of this. Um, mm. But... There's uh there's an opportunity here to perhaps revise some of your splits if you want, but I don't know. Maybe I'm, maybe we'll see. I'm I'm into revisions and retcons. I'm I'm ready to go on this. But we should also mention before we do that that uh we, we do cover a little bit of Doctor Who news and we've just got a new trailer oh, starring yeah, right. a deep cut comic book character that I remember from the very early days, and I'm sure is designed to uh pull in all forty plus fans who've read the uh, the old Dave Gibbons Doctor Who comics Beep the Meep is now on its way, his way to being Doctor Who canon. He's official. He's beep official. the Meep. Yeah. <laughs> we were all... RTD. It's so funny to see Beep the Meep and this idea like that. It's, it's a, like I've seen it described in articles as the long-awaited <laughs> debut of Beep the Meep, <laughs> to which I'm... Okay. Uh, no, I don't think I don't think anyone was actually waiting for Beef the Meep to appear. Um, it's fun. Beef the Meep looks cute. I don't know. What do you think? I think I think seven year old me uh, was actually has actually been waiting this long for Beef the Meep to show up in the show. I do remember loving that comic strip. Uh, this really is sort of increasing my notion that uh, all of what's happening now in Doctor Who is just sort of a fever dream, and I am going to wake up and find myself <laughs> seven years old again uh, with a Beef the Meep comic. Um, over my eyelids. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm excited. I'm excited to see. It. It's a great deep cut. Uh, you know what? What yeah. next? The um, what's what's the name of the the village where the Doctor plays cricket a lot in the Peter Davis oh, comics? Is that, is that uh, Stockbridge? Yes. Yes. Exactly. Mm. Uh, so I want to see that uh, well, in the show next. Here's the thing. Like, there's a RTD is a lot of trust, as we as we know. So I think what he's doing is something small and something big. And what I mean by that is that he's zeroed in on a character that he thought he's, he's considered this. He's not just bringing like random stuff from the comic. It's like, well, how, how can I make beep the meep like more mainstream? Mm-hmm. How, how can I have mass appeal? And you know, like li- seriously, it's like, it's not hard. It's, it's a cute furry little thing that, Oh, everyone's just going to go. Oh. And of course then, you know, fans would know there's going to be a twist that he's actually this gangster but you know i'm sure he's thinking 10 steps ahead and that well how can i twist that back again mm. like yeah, i don't think they're just going to do this you know the star beast comic note for note uh for the mm-hmm. show so i trust that it's going to be good but in a big thing and we've kind of already talked about this the big thing he's doing is really bringing the comic to life right and you see in my wall back here the uh, my delightful poster that I got from the most recent Doctor Who magazine, which of course is the uh, this is representing the comic strip. Uh, I forget what it's called, Liberation of the Daleks. I think is the strip, uh, but that is canon. You know, there, he, there, he's basically built that into his continuity, and it's picking up right where the power of the Doctor left off. So he's doing this interesting thing of making the comics like much more relevant, and I. I am here for it. Like I like I really want Absolutely. to see references to Hunters of the Burning Stone and the World Shapers and let's bring it all out because there were some damn good comics. I mean Doctor Who's had comics for, you know, almost as long as the show. If you go if you go all the way back to the TV strips in the 60s, like there was a, there's some good stuff in there. They've got their own share of Viking oh, yeah. bangers. So let's let's see if that was realized to some extent. Bring on bring on the Iron Legion. You know, we talked about seeing that for uh, a while, and and uh, Sharon, the Doctor Who Doctor's companion, uh, the the fourth Doctor's companion in the comics. Uh, she was fantastic. So yeah, love it, love it. Let's get more of it. And uh, speaking of more of it, we do have more stuff uh, on TikTok mm-hmm. and YouTube. And the show yeah. itself. Uh, exciting news on TikTok. We are we have uh, gone live to uh, our rock New Year's Eve, and I believe that the 
the uh, New Year's Eve ball in uh, Times Square is almost at 10,000 TikTok followers. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Like, so <clears throat> guys, you only have a few more hours. No, you know, no one's hearing this. Um, we'll know whether or not we hit 10K before the ball dropped. We're very, very close. Even if we don't, I'm pretty sure by the time people are listening to this, we have 10,000 TikTok followers. We'll confirm on the next broadcast, uh, podcast, broadcast. Uh, well, maybe I'm tipping my hand a little bit as to what our plans might be on TikTok. So, um, <laughs> but yeah, when we hit 10K, we're definitely going to level up what we're doing there. Uh, we've been promising it for months and months now. Um, and you guys, I mean, thank you so much for all the interaction there and just sharing the videos and uh looking forward to another year of amazing stuff happening on tiktok with even even extra things which we will reveal uh next time very exciting All right. and uh youtube is growing as well yeah yeah we, we love it in the youtube the youtubes are great to us so now that we've sort of hitting a great milestone on tiktok uh our new year's resolution for 2023 is to get that TikTok, sorry, that YouTube uh, subscriber count up as well. So we're all just about to hit 500 on YouTube. We really want to hit that 1,000 mark, and I think we can probably do that sooner than later. But uh, it all it all depends on you guys. Just like continuing to share, continuing to interact, um, just just keep keep sharing it out, and you know, commenting on what, wherever you can. We we try to respond to every comment. We do our best, but. Um, we just, you know, the more interactivity, the better. And just, yeah, if you've already subscribed to the podcast, please also subscribe to uh, the YouTube channel. That'll really help. All right. Um, so, yeah, that's it. And we, we, we'll return to our voyage uh, with the Celestial Toymaker episode next week. Very, very excited for that one. Obviously, it this is the year of the Celestial Toymaker. Uh, and what a what a place for the randomizer to start us off. Um Pete, how how you yeah. been going with with uh, with watching that? Are you uh, you you uh, <laughs> you told me it's available on Audible <laughs> because it is, of course, the first missing episode that we've well, encountered. It's funny. This this might be the most talked about missing episode, and it's it's not obviously mm. not available, but it is. You know, you can get the audio. Um, the one existing episode is available on one of the DVDs, and I think I have it. I think it's the Hartnell Years or one of the the earlier sort of Lost in Time DVD compilations. So right now I'm going through the Audible, hmm. um, but there are, there are ways to sort of um, check it out, including the novelization, which I actually happen to have. It's one of the few Target novelizations ah. that survived uh, 90s purge of my belongings. Um, and I think my sister has the other ones, but the uh, somewhere in her basement or on a shelf somewhere. But I do have the celestial toy. So I look. I'm looking forward to rereading this um, over the next few days, and you know, see what sort of perspectives it brings. But yeah, there's a celestial cool. maker. This and there's a lot of like speaking of comics, like it, mm -hmm. it's one of the characters that has been returned to many times in both comics and audio, and uh, and novels. So there's there's a lot of sort of. Um, uh, extra canon, you know, in the uh, apocryphal media, perhaps you might call it. Uh, I would love, but love I really to wanted see, to zero love in. Love to on, see a Celestial Tomica collection. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Totally. Yeah. All right. Well, I think uh, I think we should plunge right in since we got so much mm -hmm. to get through in this in this retcon. Uh, we do. How, Let's do it. How far this will probably back take are we longer than we think. I remember when we were talking about this episode. Oh, no, what it'll take. Like, you know. I don't know, it's been 20 minutes, <laughs> half hour on this. And it's like, there's a lot of episodes, but I think there's we can wrap it fire through these ones. Obviously, the recent ones we don't have to redo or think about. Uh, but this will be this will be a fun trip down, uh, not Christmas past, but, um, you know, pulling past. So what is that? Pushing? I don't know. Pull to open past. I, I, yeah, push to open the past. Um, yes, the doctor always pushed. Um, I'm, oh. yeah, I'm just looking down this list of ratings here that you've... you've uh, You've got for each one uh, for what we said, and my goodness, we did say some weird things. So yes. yeah, bring on memory so, lane. Wait a minute before we begin. I just have to shout out. I shared this on Instagram because we're sharing photos on Instagram now. I have to show off my hoodie, which oh, was yes. a, a, an amazing Christmas gift from my son Jack, uh, who's obviously the number one pull to open fan. And you, if you can see it, it's uh, my people on uh, people listening can't see it, but check it. This is another reason to check us out on YouTube. <laughs> um, basically, the front of the hoodie says all of Doctor Who. Uh, then pull to open and then 
in random order. And then the back, I'll show the back real quickly. Yep. Basically, Stand up. Okay. Do a twirl. Do a twirl. <laughs> Peter's twirling around right now. We, we can't hear him on the microphone, but you it does say Google it on the back, yeah. which, yes, which is now it's apparently Google one it. of our slogans. Google it. Google it. We've decided. <laughs> we, thank we you so much, enough. first of all. We, we do. <laughs> we do not say it enough. Never say it enough. Always Google it. Uh, you know, in, in this era of chatbots, we may not have a Google for much longer. So uh, Google it Ooh, while you yeah. still can. Um, but thank you, Jack. Thank you to our number one fan. Uh, I was I was very impressed by this hoodie uh, when when Pete showed me on on Christmas Day. I was yeah. very excited to get it. And uh, yeah, I love that we've got our first piece of merch. Yeah, I know. He he said this will be the prototype for the merch, and I think that is a good <laughs> good plan. He's already thinking and, about and the just, biz. He is, and he's already thinking about our slogans. He's slipped that in there subtly by putting it on a hoodie. Yeah. So <laughs> right. take it. I mean, Google it. It is. Baldy's not using it anymore, right? <laughs> You know, you just got to throw a little Scottish exactly. burr in there and it's boom. It's a podcast catchphrase. He's not right. using that accent anymore. Might as well. All right. All right. Let's dive Let's in. Let's go back to that. when When did we start this podcast again, Pete? <laughs> How long ago has it been? We're going back to the beginning. Mm. This mm. is uh, the, the podcast began in very early 2020. Technically, we taped actually literally almost three years ago uh to the day uh, uh right now mm-hmm. we're, we're taping now on new year's eve wow. we taped right around the same time i think it might have been a day wow. before december 30th maybe uh, but we did we didn't birthday pull to open <laughs> so um now our first episode was just a compilation of the christmas uh episodes so we it was basically a hot take after hot take. So we don't really count that one. Again, we mm. <laughs> appropriate that we're starting season four with a clip show because our first, very first episode was a clip show. So basically, um, <laughs> maybe maybe this is our new Chris, our, our new New Year's tradition. Um, but our second clip episode, shows so, within clip shows. Clip yeah, shows so we, went, we went through well, basically the, the uh, Jody Whitaker season was in progress and we had not That's yet right. engaged the randomizer. It was still under construction. So we did a lot of Whitaker and yeah. we started with Spyfall and traveling in real time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This is pre rating system. So in listening to our, what we talked about Spyfall, you said you liked part two, but not part one. I liked them both, but all entirely on style because I liked the new master. Um, mm. So what do we think? What to, what are we translating this into in our rating system? Well, and and also this is a chance to to think back on on episodes like Spyfall, right? Obviously, so much has happened since, and I've I like the master better, and I sort of don't I sort of uh, don't like the the Chris Chibnall just randomly destroying Gallifrey right. uh, aspect of Spyfall uh, all the more. So this is a tough one. I'm going to say. That on balance, it is a very flimsy Dalek. I agree with you. It's a Dalek mm. for me. Um, you know, Sasha Dewan has ended up being like a pretty inspired choice as the master. Um, mm. I'm okay with the things that sort of outraged me at the time now, like, you know, ignoring all the Missy stuff, mm. um, which didn't set right for me. I think, you know, part one, I think you're dead on in that. It it the, the mystery. I mean, you, you know, with the master, it's just kind of silly, and the way he's revealed is kind of silly. Um, but ultimately, like the, there was, it went into some unexpected and interesting places, and it's fun. It's a fun sort of rewatch. I actually, did a little uh, when I was cutting one of our recent videos on the master trilogy. I, I watched a little bit of Spyfall and, and sort of. I, I imagine one and, one would get swept up in the action a bit more the second time around. You could yeah. appreciate the the scenery, as it were, and the um, the casino scene and all of that that stuff. Yeah. I I feel like yeah, I, I the the first time watching any Doctor Who, you're sort of on tenterhooks, like how are they ju- going to change the entire canon this time around? Um, all right, yeah, and, uh, <laughs> and they Sorry. sure did. All right, now that we've gone through that, I think I, we're going to mm. have to. Impose a thirty-second limit on our comments. Okay. If we're actually going to get through all these, but let's. We're moving on. Uh, Fugitive of the Jadoon. All right. This one, I'm just going to say it right out the bang. Right, right, right out the bat. It's Viscount Banger. I, I right really out like the it. banger. It's a Viscount right Bass. 
it's it's probably, uh, I, I said at the time it was my it's my it may, it, i think it remains my favorite jody whitaker episode uh it unleashes so much potential i love it it's a pretty good one i'm sort of sad that it didn't uh fulfill that potential that we never understood why um the uh the second tardis was in the the shape of a police box is that's just something that happens to all the doctor's many timeless child regenerations uh, he or she right. always ends up with a police box. What's you know? You just need a little bit extra to explain that. But that said, yeah, Viscount Banger. Nice. I think just for the, the right. sort of the pacing of it, the creeping doom of it. All right, onwards to because we only really reviewed three in the season because we were <laughs> apparently exhausted. Um, <laughs> yeah. Well, we combined is, uh, the last three: um, Haunting the Village, Diodati. Mm. Ascension of the Cybermen and the Timeless Children or Child. I always forget. I think it's the Timeless Children. I think it's Children, um, yes. The Timeless and, Children. And oh, by the way, this is the one with entirely, you know, the entirety of Gallifrey destroyed and yeah. made out of Cybermen. Uh, just <laughs> like all of these just had such a uh, mismatch in terms of where they thought the viewer's attention was going to be at any one moment. Um you know, it, it was not on whether Brian is going to learn how to throw a hand grenade, um, which I remember being the strongest mismatch, mm. like coming straight from this revelation about the Doctor's past to, what? I don't care. Give me more <laughs> of the actual, come on, let's, you're changing the entire canon. Let's maybe focus on that. Um, yeah, very ADHD episode. I was exhausted. Um, and so is it is it a hater? Is it that strong when you see them all together? I. I- I'm going to go with the hater. It's because mm. it does start off pretty strong in the the haunting. Um, and I think it gets progressively worse, even though there's some neat ideas. The, you, you do learn like a bit of like what is not good. Doctor who, particularly with that Cyberman episode and, you, you know, try to aim really big, but kind of not delivering on anything really that well. Um, so, um yeah and the I, irish I the very... irish police the irish police station had such potential mm-hmm. if you stick with it if you commit to the bit and and they just yeah. didn't uh, just oh so much missed opportunity so yeah hater it's a hater for me yeah sorry right. sorry chris Jebnel. and the last episode we did in season one of pull to open uh was the invisible enemy you can tell this yeah. was right when the pandemic started and we were thinking a little bit about disease that's um, right for the for the pull to open trivia game that will no doubt be among our merch in the future. <laughs> Google it. Um, we will definitely have to include this as what is the only pull to open episode where the hosts actually chose where they were going, mm. and it's this one because we didn't choose the you know obviously Spyfall, Future Dune, all of that. They were on at the time we were reviewing the season as it was on. Then we were like, the pandemic has hit. What is the perfect pandemic episode of Doctor Who? And we went right there. And it was, uh, I think, such a terrible experience that we we then installed the randomizer to make sure that we could never choose again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, so I think you're going with Ogron on this one, even though you had that delightful imagery of thinking, you know, this is inspiring. We should shrink Dr. Fauci down to do battle with COVID. And that's, <laughs> that's an epic uh tv show right there which i would agree but ogron i don't know i kind of i have such a soft spot for the invisible enemy for reasons relating to it being one of the first episodes that i remember seeing as a child so oh if only we had a half ogron half dalek hybrid a hater well you can do that (laughs) I mean, the thing is, you've done it. So you I, I have done it. I've created hybrids in the past. I was so concerned with whether I could. I didn't think about whether I should. So, yes, this is a horrible, horrible Dalek Ogron hybrid. It just—it's okay. menacing. It's—it's it's got one plunger sticking out of a, a a very hairy face. Yeah, I feel they always need to just pick something. So I'm just going to go with Ogron. Um, I, I just—I really wanted to love it. Because I do mm. remember liking it when I first saw it when I was a kid. And then it just, I don't know, it was just kind of cheesy 70s Doctor Who, as I said at the time. So I'm going with Ogron. But hey, I mean, you, you still remember the catchphrase, right? Yeah. Contact has been made. Oh, I do. Stop <laughs> Stop trying to tell me my rating isn't right. <laughs> stop getting me to doubt myself. Okay. All right. All right. All right we'll rapid fire some Good. of these. Uh, yep. You said Ogron or, or half a Dalek for Planet of Fire, which to me averages out to Ogron. So let's keep that. I said it was a Dalek. King's Demons, you said three quarters of a Dalek, which I would say sounds like a Dalek to me. 
Um, <laughs> I'm still doing yeah. that Ogron uh, Dalek hybrid experimentation. Yeah. I said Ogron. Um, that's fine. Dark Water, Death in Heaven. We, okay, here's one I want to talk about because Dark Water, Death mm. in Heaven predates our banger rating. And mm. you said a Dalek. I said it was a special weapons Dalek. I was so enthralled with it. Um, is this a banger? Dark Water, Death in Heaven. Is it a banger? It. <sighs> It's it's almost half a banger. It's like a quarter banger, I think. Mm, and that's not I love It's <laughs> a nice Dalek. That's not a banger. I love the Missy reveal. I still get chills at the the three word foundation thing. Um but there's just too much in it where they just went okay, you know, you're getting silly now. The um the the, the plane uh you know, presence of the world thing. Right. Uh the the St. Paul's thing. Um, well, the St. Paul's thing was great. Nice callback. But yeah. I do agree. There's silliness there. The afterlife thing, it just feels weird, which is kind of okay, but it doesn't mm. it it doesn't make for like an, the epic feeling that you'd want from that. Um, I'm going to stick with solid Dalek on this one. Yeah, it really, really solid. So maybe Dalek. Maybe it's it's a Dalek that has dreams of being supreme Dalek one day. <laughs> like it's. It's a it's a political Dalek geek who uh, wants to become emperor. Yeah. Maybe has maybe a it'll get there on the next watch. Mm. All right, sleep no more. These are all the obvious. This is when we we're actually we're sticking to our system, so that one's good. You, you had Ogron, I had Dalek, Pyramids of Mars. We both had Dalek, Inferno. We both said Dalek. Inferno might be worth considering. <laughs> yeah, let's talk Inferno. It's <laughs> but first of all, I think we should announce the titles of each one as in a deep announcer voice before we okay. uh, recount our ratings but uh but yeah is inferno a, a viscount banger it's certainly a contender uh and the more so the more distance we get from it right i think the the more reference we make to it uh week after week the more we mentally google it in our discussion mm-hmm. of doctor who um i'm gonna say yes i'm gonna say yeah. yes viscount banger it's banger it's it's the pertwee's first banger i totally um it's my favorite Pertwee episode still. Mm. Um, who knows what the podcast will eventually, it might show me something amazing. And uh, upon reflection, I think it's better, but it's like, I, if this isn't a Viscount banger, no Pertwee episode is. So it has there to be. There we go. Our first full on retroactive banger. Yep. All right. All right. Dramatic voice. <clears throat> Pyramid at the end of the world. <laughs> Lie of the land. Hmm. Hmm. This was a lot of time we spent <laughs> watching these, and we both came out Ogron. Yeah, we did. Yeah, we're good. Agree I'm good with that. that I'm right. good with that. So Love we started to get a little but, yeah. inconsistent uh, as we went on. So moving on, Modron mm. Undead. Modron Undead. I said this was an Ogron, apparently. No, uh, that's in my notes here. But I just said, you said it holds up as a tone piece. The timey-wimeyness was ambitious. The Black Guardian doesn't hold up. Because you, uh, mm. <laughs> I think you hated that bird on his forehead. Oh, that bird. Uh, but you didn't say Ogron. I, my Ogron is me just trying to translate what you said. I said it was mm. a Dalek. I couldn't turn on the episode. And I think there was a love there. It wasn't just me uh, equivocating. Uh, it was the well, very I think, first um, who I ever saw. So I had to keep it, a, kind of give it a Dalek. I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna switch to Dalek, uh, or rather make yes. that an official Dalek. But I'm gonna make it a victory of the Daleks Dalek because first of all, you can mm. reuse the the Jubilee, the Queen's Jubilee bunting from the 1977 Mordred Undead uh, story. Mm. Um, but uh, but yeah, but also that's about where I place it at, at a victory of the Daleks level. It's like it's not the greatest Dalek ever nice. by any means. I will take it. We'll take it's that a good one. I feel like we we need we need to come up with a rating, not to retcon all of our retcons, uh, or this could sustain <laughs> mini episodes, uh, mini episodeception as we keep doing this. But I feel like we need a rating for. I don't want to hate on this because I loved it as a kid. Yeah. You know I mean? uh, okay, that's that's a rating in search of a name. Could be. Yeah, guys, right in. Tell us what you think that is. <laughs> Something that like shapeshifts or mm, comes back. Could it be a Zygon? And- yeah, or maybe it's something <laughs> immortal like Captain Jack. Ooh, mm, the Captain, <laughs> the Captain Jack. Jack rating would be this. This episode wants to sidle up to you and flirt with you. <laughs> it's constantly flirting with you, and you have confused <laughs> feelings about it. <laughs> okay, Mordred Undead definitely flirted with me. Anyway, uh-huh. yes. So maybe it is Captain Jack. Anyway, the rescue, Hartnell. Mm-hmm. I think we're both clear on I this. I said one. it was a miniature Dalek. 
Yeah, I just said it was a Dalek, so we're good. I'm good with that. Yeah, yeah, it's it's like half the size of a normal Dalek, just as the rescue is half the size of a normal Hartnell. And then the Sensorites. And I'm going to say the Sensorites in progressively more relaxing tones to put you to sleep, just as yeah. this episode did to me, which is why keep, I gave it an Keep Ogron. it quiet for the Sensorites. Yes, I think if you whisper in their ear that they are Ogrons, they'll accept that. <laughs> I think I'm going to go with that. All right. Next, we went to school reunion. Boom. School reunion. Sorry, I'm going a bit rose there. And um, here's where we get inconsistent. We, I, I looked and looked, and I didn't listen to the entire episode, but I don't think we actually gave it a rating. So this is our first full-on, what, hmm. what should we do here? School reunion. Oh, no, it's not I mean, really it's close to it. It's close to banger territory just because Sarah yeah. Jane, and this may sort of need another sort of a nostalgia uh, Dalek <laughs> for, for right. want of a better rating system like it, it just you can't hate on the return of Sarah Jane you can't and Sarah Jane plus Rose I mean that's just a good time I could return to again and again and I'm not just talking about rewatching School Reunion um, what, what a fabulous fabulous bear I mean I just it's it's somewhat flawless um, yeah, okay. and we found uh, Anthony I'm Head's sure. great well, Anthony um, Head's great, but the whole story isn't great. You know, like I always, mm. there were there were so many holes in it with regard to the school and the kids and the I even forget what the theory is, the whatever the whatever theory of everything they're trying to find mm. just seems very oh tacked yes, on. so that was a, that was classic RTD. <laughs> yeah, it's the kind of a bunch of, of interesting things. Um and f- very satisfying things thrown into mm. an episode. So I mean, it works really well. It's just I don't I don't think it's a banger. I, I'm giving it a Dalek. Yeah, I think it's a Dalek that actually, if you look closely inside, it's a Dalek being controlled by canine. <laughs> okay, the next right. one we went to Terra was the very the first. Autons. Yeah, the very first master episode, Terror of the Autons. You gave it a split yes. decision. Dalek went to Gal- Del- Roger Delgado's on screen. Otherwise, it was an Ogron. I just called it Dalek. Um, <laughs> stick with that. Yeah, I'm going. I'm going to stick with that. Terror of the Autons. Not really. Um, hmm. Yeah, I still think that was a terrible introduction for the master. I c- I keep flashing on the horse box, and uh, it just I know it's iconic, but it just doesn't do it for me. Well, at least the horse box isn't flashing on you. <laughs> who needs <laughs> naked horses running around well <laughs> they always naked okay i don't know where i was going with that uh let's just move on to the next thing luckily we have more to talk about we moved tenth... on to the planet of the naked horses no the 10th planet of the naked that's horses. right um, um again yeah. totally inconsistent here we didn't even give it a rating as far as i could tell so i'm just boom going in first cyberman episode uh dalek man that's a dalek so many cool things about that side. Uh, I oh, is it okay? Okay, it's a Dalek, but it's wearing a bit thin. <laughs> it's a Dalek chewing the scenery in an American accent, just yelling at everyone <laughs> to save his son in a you know space capsule. I don't like your hair. I've given yes. it a Dalek for that scene that that first episode cliffhanger alone, where the Cybermen take on that those people, and then you have that pan up from the human hand, which again, mm. as we know, wasn't even really originally planned. They were going to have gloves, but it was like it's so good that you yeah. have this human looking hand that pans up to this very strange robot like face. A uh, very very cool moment. They they were iconic. They were never more iconic than than right there at the beginning. It was total art house. All right, the Crotons, speaking <laughs> of not iconic monsters. Um, no, unless you're a quarry, then they're very, <laughs> this is a very iconic episode for quarries everywhere. I have to, whatever our title, childhood nostalgia rating is, I'm going to have to give it this because it was part of the five faces of Doctor Who. So I'm going to say it's, gonna, it's, a, it's a five faces of the Dalek. Well, okay. <laughs> so we'll just give it a Dalek for you for now. This is a big yep. ground for me. Aww. All right. Oh, those high brains. I didn't I didn't get it. I didn't get it. I I could give it a Dalek for Trouton, but Trouton's always Trouton, so give it oh, ch- give every a Dalek. Dalek. Chuck a Dalek to Bob Holmes. Come on. Uh all right. <laughs> all right, Planet of better. Evil. He did he did. He did. Planet, Planet of, of Evil. Evil was next. Yeah, 
And uh, I apparently had a split decision again. See me struggling against our rating system. Uh, when uh, that's why you have the podcast that people <laughs> listen to the nuance in the podcast. The radians are for clarity. Anyway, go on. <laughs> All right. Apparently, I called it a Dalek anytime Tom Baker and Liz Slayton were on screen. Otherwise, no crime. Yeah, I, I called it a Dalek. I thought it was creepy as hell, and that the jungle set was amazing. Um, cool ideas, even though that like I I know I was very critical of the take on antimatter, but regardless, I think as a story it really worked. So I'm keeping my Dalek. Androids of Tara, oh beautiful summertime Dalek. <laughs> Just got those shades over the eye stock, and it's kicking back with a, a margarita in its plunger. Yeah, well, or a fishing uh, rod in its plunger, or a uh, a um, cutlass, perhaps. Ah, yes. Should do some fencing. All those things. All yes. those things. It's changeable um, plunger, Dalek. Yeah. All right, oxygen. Yeah, we were again. Did we even rate this one? I couldn't. I couldn't find it, so we didn't. Um, oxygen. Did I, I? You know, that's a Dalek. I like. I like it. The airlock scene alone is amazing. The fact that it blinds the doctor um, mm. and you don't realize it till the end. It's sort of, it's one of those that's really nice within the context of the season. You know, it's a, it's one of those few episodes that sort of feels like a standalone, but really influences the rest of the season around it. So for that alone, I think, yeah, I'm going to give it a, a, a Dalek that has almost run out of breath. An asthmatic Dalek. Nice. Next, the Talons of Wang Chiang. Um, yes. which was a good one to go to. We were both very complimentary for it. I'm going to have to qualify this a bit because I think it is like, it's kind of a legendary episode and it works really well. I think the big question for us, is it a Viscount banger? And we have to think about this, you know, um, in the context of today versus then, because there's obviously sort of the racist qualities of it, which are, mm. are more nuanced than you think. Yeah. Uh, they than than the, the actual warnings in front of the episodes now would, um, give you uh, the impression of, although, you know, I'm not trying to be apologetic for anything that, you know, there was obviously insensitivity and, and the yellow face choice, while perhaps common at the time, looks really utterly incomprehensible today. Mm-hmm. I think if we're going to consider it as a Viscount, you know, you have to sort of, whenever you sort of think about it, you have to, you have to sort of look at it through through the lens of of the storytelling and, and try not to get too caught up in the insensitivity of it. Yeah. Um I'm not quite sure. I, I, I kind of tempted to do the banger here. It's pretty it's pretty cool and there's a lot Same. of stuff that holds your attention throughout. Same. By the way, not not to uh, zip about too much, but we we kind of uh, glossed over whether Pirates of Mars should be a banger. Uh, cuz I know a lot of people would put that in their oh, top yeah. 10 list. Uh, do you would you change that? I I wouldn't. I think just a Dalek for Pyramids of Mars. No, and I'm sorry I glossed over it because I I mm. was more remembering the conversation we had when we did it, and we were like, you know, mm. we you could see why it's very fondly remembered. There's some really cool stuff in here, but there's just there's just a couple of things that sort of nag at you that that mm. keep it from that. So it was unfortunately kind of one of those that probably. Um, I don't know if it diminishes on rewatch. It's just maybe doesn't live completely up to its reputation, at least from our perspective. True. Whereas this one, I think did. I think I think it was uh, it was just so impressively um, put together. And yes, sir, we picked that in a bit. But I mean, like, I if given the choice, like if I were saying, hey, do you want to watch Pyramids of Mars or Talons of Wang Chiang again? I'd be like, give me Talons. Absolutely, you know? I, I I would agree. And it, it sort of was, you know, uh, somewhat aware. Uh, of its own racism uh that the rat yeah. is not necessarily as bad as anyone remembers um and just the, the the sheer moodiness of it the gothic nature it really is you know prime hinchcliffe era right um Agreed. and it's yeah uh, i i agree with your upgrade let's let's make it a full-on viscount a double viscount nice. double viscount love double viscount sounds like a very good biscuit for dunking <laughs> in your tea next up <laughs> Face, Face the, the Raven. Raven. The yeah. what the fifth or sixth goodbye between <laughs> Clara and <laughs> the Twelfth Doctor. And uh we both gave it a Dalek. Um mm. I think that's that's a fine rating. I think it's a fine episode with a lot of fine performances that is you definitely want to see, uh, even if you're a casual fan, but I don't think it's a banger, so I'm just gonna keep my Dalek rating. It's it's Good. It's really good. It's a solid Dalek. It might even be an Emperor Dalek. Mm. 
Not bad. Uh, let me put in Emperor. Yes. <laughs> Before just, you're ready. To, yeah, because I, I really want to, you know, uh, for what this does, like you think it's a story about one thing, the whole Trap Street thing, and then it turns out to be a story about Clara's hubris. Um, I love yeah. the sudden switcheroo that it does. It really is such a great lead into Heaven Sent. Anyway, moving on to the Idiot's Lantern. We mm-hmm. both gave that an ogron. Yeah. And then we came to the Day of the Dog Door. And I, for this one, I all this is what was our first guest episode. So Lisa Stern mm, uh, yes. came and helped rate it. And I, I was kind of, I was didn't do this. I just obviously wanted to <laughs> do this podcast first, but I almost instinctively changed it all to Viscount Bangers all around. Just because easily, easily, yeah, uh, it's my favorite for Lisa. But we were all very much in agreement um, that this is like. But we even asked at the show, "Is this the best episode of New Who?" Yes, uh, and I still believe it is. I was going to say, listen to the podcast <laughs> to <laughs> find yeah, out what we say. But that's a great one to go back to. It's uh, a great I one to go back that. to. Yeah, yeah, it was great. Um, then we went forward to Hell Bent. Bent, and we yeah. both said Daleks, which is interesting because I, yeah. I remember I hated Hell Bent so much the first time, and and got a, so much more out of it at the second time, which was. Uh, I think why it, it it's an upgraded Dalek. Yeah, self-repairing uh, Dalek. Yeah, absolutely. Love or it. maybe it's one of the, you know, it's an Ogron that got infected with that Dalek virus that has eye stalks pop out of the forehead. So it's Hey, that's, that's my Ogron hybrid. Oh, that's Ogron your hybrid. Dalek yeah, hybrid. No, it's a Dalek. Yeah. It's a full-on Dalek, yep. <laughs> okay. Uh, the God the Complex. Next one we did, the God Complex. One of our first Smith episodes. Um, that's right. Still lagging on the on the Smith front. Um, yeah, this one was tough. I think we were kind of leaning towards Ogron. I think you ultimately came down on that side, maybe. Even though, you yeah, Dalek an idea, Ogron and execution. It is ultimately about the execution, so it is an Ogron. Yeah, I'm keeping my Dalek. I, I think it's because I I liked the entire. I liked it in the context of Amy and Rory's relationship with the Doctor. I think it's a kind of such a necessary episode and i'm kind of glad they were sort of bold about it in terms of mm. making like not to say it a complicated relationship shall we say <laughs> between um the two of them so i i think for that alone it's a dalek and it has some creepy stuff so cool creepy dolls <laughs> if you like being creeped out this is, this is a good one that's right the All green right, death up. yep the green death the green and death we, did, oh. we were again didn't didn't have a rating on this one so we're gonna have to think about it we were just so devastated by by uh, saying goodbye to Joe. Mm. And we were just we we couldn't even think of rating it. Um, I'm giving this one a Dalek because I was so proud of my plot summary. <laughs> <laughs> Got it all in. Yes. Um, in. Insert link below in show notes to the TikTok of your. Yeah, I also somewhere. I also just love where this one went with the Doctor against a supercomputer and John Pertwee. Oh, yes. I thought really delivered in his. Um, little back and forth there. So it's not just maggots, everyone. It's, it's thank a, it's you. A fun thank you for reminding me of the supercomputer because I was exactly poised on the edge there. I was thinking maybe it's a Dalek for all the Welsh accents. I shudder to think what'll happen. Um, <laughs> but I, yeah, it's a Dalek. It's, yeah, it's a, an Ogron boil. It's a, <laughs> it's an Ogron boil. No, it's a Dalek and it's got, you know, uh, it's also got a Pertwee and Drax. So mm. can't. Can't not uh, not give it that. It's a Dalek dressed up as a washerwoman. Next up, midnight, uh, where midnight, we both came down yeah. on a Dalek. I think you know, I I was a little taken aback by the fan reaction to this one, where the, this is clearly a, a Viscount banger in the minds of many yeah. people who saw it. Certainly, people who follow us. Um, I'm tempted to revise it. I, I I don't think I can quite do it just because it's it's just not quite epic enough i don't know i, I yeah it's it's kind of i know what you mean and and i do remember that being one of the the, the uh biggest disparities between our audience and ourselves mm. it's what we thought of midnight and it, it maybe is a sleeper banger because when i mm. think of it now i think back to the just the amazing dialogue and the delivery of the dialogue between um tenant and uh, the woman who played the uh right you know taken over by the creature inside the ship because that is that really stuck out on a second viewing that's so creepy yeah. um 
So potential, like it, maybe I'm going to say uh, Emperor Dalek or Supreme Dalek for this one. Yeah, it's definitely just, Supreme Dalek. I'll give it that yeah. for sure. And it, it's um, interesting. I, mean, it, it, I, I like this idea of, of of keeping a separate tier for for Supreme or Special Daleks because I think those are the ones that we should consider rewatching again to see if they if they can become fully fledged bangers. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, this one, I mean, I, I can't quite do it just because, like I say, I don't think, uh, this is sort of also why I didn't, we'll get to it, but we, mm-hmm. we had a split, you and I have a split on Carnival of Monsters, and as much as I kind of want to give it a banger, it's just not enough quite happens in it for me to do that, I think. So right, um, right. that's kind of a similar thing I, I would say here, but man, a total tour de force in both execution and, and idea. Um Okay, we can we could spend all day talking about midnight, but we have to move <laughs> Indeed. on. Indeed, so image of the Im- Fendal. That's it. Which is what we were doing <laughs> a year ago, I believe, New Year's Day, twenty twenty two. I remember it because I was thoroughly hungover. Go back and listen to that episode. <laughs> See if you can tell that I woke up just like thirty minutes before we recorded it. This is the confession episode of Full to Open here. <laughs> yes, here I am in the confession dial for a billion years. Oh. Um, but yeah, that was one year ago. Can you believe it? Oh, that we well, first we gave saw. this Daleks. Mm-hmm. I I think I ultimately gave it kind of a wobbly Dalek because it it's kind of doesn't make a lot of sense and wobbly yeah i'm surprised guys terrible um i may just have agreed with you in order to get off the air um (laughs) (laughs) well i'm surprised that i didn't rate it higher honestly just because Mm. i had fond memories of it as a kid so that nostalgia thing definitely factors highly here um but it is it's you know the end of this it's i think it's probably the last really creepy Hinchcliffe episode yeah, uh, or yeah. of that era anyway. Is it Hinchcliffe? Gotta, I can't remember. It, I think um, it is. Yeah, I think you've got to give it points so, for, for being so gothic. Uh, yeah. Or Hinchcliffian, even if not actually Hinchcliffe. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm happy to stick with the Dalek for that one. We don't need to reinvent the wheel on the Fendal. Um, All right. Go forward we go to closing time, mm-hmm. which we didn't rate. We didn't. Is hard one to think about i mean because of so much to like about it but it's, it's so some likeable. really annoying nagging things about it too um just that like the the conversion the cyber conversion thing yeah the cyber still hung up so badly that. treated but you know i have to rate it a dalek for that because it's still just a good episode to show people i think it's a good casual fan episode for sure i'm um, yeah I, i'm yeah. gonna agree with i'm gonna say supreme dalek for this one i'm gonna say that it mm. has uh so such rewatch potential uh, that one day it could be a banger. Yeah, yeah it's possible. Um, in, no, in the no. F- it will never be because the Cybermen are so ill-treated. <laughs> Just be allowed to be Cybermen and convert people. Anyway, sorry. We know it's sorry, reached a ceiling that. for you. It's not going to be. Uh, it's not going to get past the Dalek. Uh, all Next right. One. In, in the forest of the night. In the forest of the KN Knights. Uh, as it was on I HBO Max. I think we Max. were pretty much in agreement on this one that it was not good. I gave it an Ogron explicitly. I don't think you gave it a rating, so <laughs> I, I didn't put any, anything in there, but. Uh, Ogron it. Okay. Ogron it. <laughs> it's an anagram of Google it. <laughs> okay. Grow on. on it. Yes. Now, Silence of the okay. Library. The next, the next couple I think we have to chat about. So, yes. Oh, yeah. Silence of the Library, Forest of the Dead. Banger. Um, this, yeah, banger. Total banger. banger. No yes. question. And we went right from there through the girl in the fireplace, which banger. I think, again, yes, uh, 100%. Yeah. But I mean, uh, how could Girl in the Fireplace not be, especially with the. Um, you know the French aristocratic setting. Uh, we 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 could actually make that one a vicomte banger. Oh, <laughs> vicomte de banger. Nice. <laughs> okay, that's, that's our new catchphrase. Please, please, French speakers, don't write in. I know how how awful I am. Uh, I'm a constant disappointment to my French teacher mother. You know, we um, are climbing the charts in France a little bit. I was just checking ooh. on on our uh, ratings uh, that we get, the reports we get from our, our service. And uh, hey, bon, bonjour. Hey. <laughs> Je uh, suis désolé uh, about yeah. Le Comte de Banger. Um, <laughs> yeah, I speak so. fluent franglais. 
Um, okay, yeah. the mysterious planet. Yes, Good the first God. story in Trial of a Time Lord. Oh. We didn't really give it a rating. And oh, it's. I think that's because we were waiting. We were waiting <laughs> for a professor like Hater to come along. Yeah, is it a hater? Why is it a hater, not an ogron, though? It's a hater because it just it, you learn a lot of things. You learn first of all that Bob Holmes isn't automatically a genius in anything he writes. Mm. Uh, you learn well, we knew that from the Crotons, but maybe that was just me. <laughs> the, the other end of the Holmes era. Uh, you know, it just it's there's so much there that you could point to and say that's what Doctor Who shouldn't do. I mean, mm. you know, uh, Exhibit A spend all of its budget in the first five seconds with that rotating camera shot of the space station that the doctors pulled into. Yeah, for that yeah. alone, it's a hater. You're right. Yeah. Um, and all the, you know, there's, there's like I say, there's the interesting stuff with the Earth Ravelox mystery. Um, but yeah, just yeah, I think that, yeah. I think Professor Hater is coming into the courtroom now as a character witness for for this episode, and Colin <laughs> Baker is shouting at him. Uh, yeah, okay. So moving on to the Deadly Assassin. Deadly Assassin. Now this is another one. Was it we I, our commentary? I don't think we actually said it was a Dalek, but we we were praising it. Um, yeah, but we could certainly it, liked could it. Could it be a banger? Could it be a banger? I. <sighs> One of the things we were critical of in this episode, I think, was the Matrix stuff. While it did mm. have some creepiness, it didn't really make a ton of sense. Um, they got too caught up in it for its own good. Yeah, was, episode three, yeah. it's just it's still hard for me to watch because it's just I every time I've watched episode three, I seem to find myself staring at my phone uh for a lot mm. of it. So I don't know. It just it it did have a lot of potential. I'm going to stick with Dalek, but perhaps uh, special Dalek. Special, I'm going to give a special weapons Dalek. Yeah, it's pretty. It's pretty good enough for that. It's very yeah. it's very good at doing something um, that had never really been done before. The companionless episode that really explores Gallifrey. So huge points for that. Yeah, um, so I'll say Supreme or Emperor or one one of those guys. Is it how <laughs> does Supreme beat Emperor? I haven't played Dalek um, Snap for a long time. What, what, well, you know, what's the? Uh... I'll say they both beat the Prime Minister, which was an absolute <laughs> dumb, ridiculous thing they put in Asylum of the Daleks. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I'd say Emperor beats beats Supreme. I think okay, the let's cooler. Yeah. let's do Supreme Dalek for Deadly Assassin then. That's, Supreme, that's okay, part. yeah, yeah, I might do Supreme. Um, special weapons. Just because I don't know. I think special you, you got to give it such props for introducing all of that Gallifreyan, yeah, you know, classic Gallifreyan stuff. Lord Dalek President. How about that? <laughs> there we go. Uh, but who gets assassinated right at the last minute? Um, <laughs> all right, smile, smile, a smile, smile. I said, a, I said a Dalek, maybe. <laughs> uh, it's a it, you were complimentary of it, so that's I don't know if you gave it a Dalek, but from my surmisal of your commentary, it was a Dalek. I said mm. plunger up, so uh, I'm just gonna <laughs> we were trying my, a different rating system there. <laughs> I'm gonna trust um, my previous self, uh, yeah, the Dalek. I mean, I remember we it was sort of surprisingly better on rewatch, even though I'm kind of wondering why I thought it was that good. Um, can I uh, can I make it a Power Rangers Dalek? <laughs> yes. Yes, yeah, <laughs> thank you, thank you. Because again, victory of the Daleks, Dalek. That's about where it is. Um, it's Make kind sure of its Chris's level. copy of the spreadsheet has this in it, even though <laughs> no one else can see it. Okay. Um, <laughs> Robot of Sherwood, which surprisingly we didn't actually rate. I think we were really waiting for the Viscount Banger. Yeah, we were um, just stuck in uh, history corner there for, for most of that episode. I, I'm tempted to just go straight on Ogron, but I will say Professor Hater for this one. Hmm. Um, which might be a little harsh, even even though I'm not right. doing an Ogron. I I do I I just the, I can't get past the robot stuff, the gold stuff. I you, you know go back and listen. Yes. Um. It it like I said at the time, it was more fun on rewatch. It but was. I do remember it's it's the, the silliness just gets to you. The arrow, and, yeah, yeah. yeah. It definitely amps up the silliness of uh, the whole uh, Robin of Showed myth. So, I, I'm, uh, but I still liked it. I mean, it's kind of a you could still like a, it. That's okay. It, it's still it's a it's a flimsy Dalek. Maybe it's a uh, maybe it's a gold Dalek. I don't know. 
It's gold Dalek gold that can Dalek. be. Those are, are you talking about Time War Daleks or are you talking about? <laughs> I'm just saying it's appropriate for Robot of Sherwood, so much of which oh. revolves around gold. Uh, yeah, gold Dalek. Gold Dalek. Gold yeah. Dalek. It believes in the power of its dreams. It's a gold Classic Dalek. Classic series gold Dalek. <laughs> That's what I'm going with. Thank you for differentiating. Yes. Uh, yeah, oh, I kind of almost want to change my rating just because it is like, yeah, that's fun. It's fun. Yeah, the courage of your professor. I got to watch it one more time. I'm going to keep, yeah. gonna keep a hater in here. All right, State of Decay, and this inspired the Viscount Banger <laughs> that's rating, right. even though I don't think we started using it until a couple of episodes later. Um, Not even. So... This one you gave two rankings. You said whenever it's getting caught up with vampires and villagers, it's an ogron, but the doctor and Romana on screen are great. That's a Dalek. So you had one Dalek plunger up. <laughs> I said I was into it and that it was a pre-time war Dalek. So I think we're just going with Daleks here, but you said Ogron. Yeah. So I guess I guess we need some clarity on your side. I like it the more that it recedes into the rearview mirror. I the the number of times that we brought up the, this notion that vampires and the and the time lords had a time war of their own um in back in the early universe. Yeah. I think that that's a piece of headcanon that stuck and got lodged uh in, in my head. And and I just yeah, I I liked it. I like the Dr. Romana, you know, interplay, but I, I even like Adric in it. So yeah, I'm gonna mm. say Solid Dalek. Nice. Pre-time War so, Dalek. That sounds good to me. Jump from there to Attack of the Cybermen. Yes. And we were very we were split on this one. You said Ogron, I said Dalek. Um, I think we're sort of just over the line <laughs> on either side of it. But Yeah, um, Attack. Yeah. Uh I I still can't love, can't find anything much to love about Attack. Yeah. I gave it points for uh being better. On rewatch, I really appreciated the conversion, which I've never really seen that way. And just the violence, even though I I understand it's criticized for that. I mean, it went there and it it sort of leaned into it. And I I respect it for that. You know, like that. I still remember watching that scene with my family. I actually have to thank this episode for a memorable moment. Um, and maybe it's also a, a bad dad moment for me or something, but it's like everyone was like, oh, when they yeah. had the bloody hands with lit. The so bloody hands. it was a moment. Was we all remember. Yes. So <laughs> I cannot erase that from your mind. Yeah. No, yeah I'm sticking with Ogron. I'm sticking with Ogron. Cause yeah. I just still so mad about JNT trying to, uh, you know, fake us out with the whole TARDIS thing. All right. So an episode that inspires therapy for different reasons. For, okay. Um <laughs> Genesis. Genesis of the Daleks. I mean, come on. We we, we 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 had we we I'm surprised we didn't have the banger uh rating in time for this because it was a little bit after State of Decay, but yeah. gotta be a banger, man. Gotta this be a banger. banger, yeah. It's it's weird that we that we didn't get there earlier. It was yeah. it was the banger was right there for the taking. <laughs> uh, meant to it. Okay, to more references to it before we really sunk in. Uh, Terminus Ogrons all around. Don't think yep. that requires any revisionist history. Then we went to the Eaters of Light. <laughs> and you have banal Dalek for this one. <laughs> yeah. Not not familiar with that version. <laughs> um, I think that is. I think what I said at the time. It's like. It's a Dalek that you're glad is there in the background. It competently exterminates things, but it doesn't really do much of the talking. It's not the commander. Um, it's just there backing up the rest of the Dalek army. And Well, in- inspired kind of- by that, and given that we're going to the power of the Daleks next, I'm going to say cardboard Dalek. <laughs> Bla- black and white cardboard Dalek from Power of the Daleks. Oh, there it is. Okay, <laughs> look for that drop-down menu to multiply. <laughs> um, okay, sorry, just thinking about how this is going in the spreadsheet. Okay, next maybe, one. Maybe we need a you know a separate uh, column for like which kind of Dalek it is if <laughs> if it is a Dalek. This is why you got to listen to the podcast, people. You find out which Daleks we get. <laughs> Um, the power of the Daleks. Yeah. Oh, so this this is the first Viscount Banger rating. This- potentially you said it you were tempted to give it a young viscount banger ultimately mm-hmm. uh you said i think it was a dalek um <laughs> which <laughs> a little ironic i remember it being but i said it was a dalek it's a solid dalek it's a great classic series dalek episode um yeah yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna say supreme dalek on this one mm, nice. not, not quite banger territory 
Not uh, quite. But... Sorry, sorry, young Viscount Banger or Viscount Banger's portrait in the attic of Banger Castle. Mm. Brontios. <laughs> yeah, I said no ground, didn't I? Yeah, no, I said Dalek. Mm. Again, I think we were a little over the line on this one on either side of it. Yeah, I still, I like the TARDIS blowing to pieces and coming back together. I just wish there was more of that. Next one, The Claws of Axos. So was this another episode where we had a guest? Nathan Bottomley from Flight Through Entirety. Google it. Indeed. Although, don't use the Scottish accent. Google it. <laughs> use an Australian, use an Australian accent. accent. Google, Google it. Australia. Google it, mate. Yeah. Sorry. Um, Sorry, Australia. How so many you countries said this, can I apologize? We had a lot of <laughs> fun criticizing. Uh, I think most of us wanted to give it Ogrons. I gave it a Dalek for the Master alone while acknowledging there's some Ogronness to this. Uh, you said there may be a Dalek just for the Master scenes, but is that enough to give the thing overall a Dalek? Well, I mean, we, especially after we've just been to the Master trilogy, you know, and they they mention how much fun they had with the Axons twice yeah. in the Master trilogy. Uh, so I'm tempted to tip this one over the line. In fact, I am because, like, doing the it. doing the, it live. I'm doing it. Let's let's switch it to a Dalek live because I just I remember the trippy visuals yeah. and the weird math and yeah. uh, Pigman Josh <laughs> and the time uh, loop. Get rid of him with the, the time, time loop. That's pretty loop. Neat. Yeah, yeah. And we had such fun talking about it with Nathan that I, I think, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Let's in in his honor alone. <laughs> Let's upgrade. Next up, the Romans. Uh, you said it was a Dalek. I said it was a Dalek that falls from a high place. I don't know what I was on then, but <laughs> yeah, it. I'm going to say it's a Dalek on fire. Dalek, Dalek on that, fire. The, the Doctor better. accidentally set on fire with a, micro, one, uh, a magnifying glass. That one Dalek <laughs> from uh, Death of the Daleks. That, that hey. I think the one time they actually lit it on fire. <laughs> the Mark uh, of the Ronnie is mm. up next. Yes, I said this was a knuckle-dragging Ogron. Yes. I don't think I am going to deviate from that. I'm with you too, Ogron, mm. uh, albeit with interesting hobbies. And then our very first Viscount Banger. Mm. In, in our, our, our in natural our, banger. Yeah, and <laughs> our first natural banger. <laughs> where bangers were born. It's Legopolis. Uh, Legopolis, yeah. yes, which will always, I mean, whenever we come up yeah. with that nostalgia rating, this is going to rate very highly on that, but I think it is also a Viscount Banger. All the way. Uh, if only for the TARDIS inception. And this uh, next one, Carnival of Monsters, this is the only, I think it's the first time we're split on split whether decision. it's a banger. You mm. said it was a banger. I said it was a Dalek. I think we can, I'm sure you, we can keep that. Yep, yep. Talk um, about it. Sticking with it. Spearhead so. from Space. We both said Dalek, so that you'd qualify that it was a plastic Dalek, one that will disintegrate on contact. Yeah, absolutely. Sticking with that. It's very, very... Uh, perhaps it's a wax Dalek in Madame Tussauds. Split decision on Battlefield. You said mm. this was a sad old Ogron, and Aww. I said it was a wobbly Dalek. So this might be the one where we diverge the most. I, I just yeah. remember liking it because my kids liked it, and you know, seeing some of the interesting stuff they were trying to do in better light. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Agreed. Agreed. I mean, I'd, I'd watched it again. It had um, problems, so I yeah, totally admit it, it has problems. The two doctors. We, we agreed on that. It was two Ogrons, <laughs> <laughs> two Ogrons that are dressed up for dinner and uh, consuming a large amount of food and being very entertaining in the process, but they're still Ogrons. Exactly. And then Revenge of the Cybermen. We both said that was no ground. I don't think we're revisiting it. Rosa, our next mm. split decision. Right. Yeah, you like you wanted it to be. A, you, you you said it was a Viscount banger. I said I, it was a Dalek. Sticking with that, yeah, it's a banger. Yeah, I even said. I think I said it's kind of a maybe a movie doll. I forget what exactly what I said, but it is sort of unrepresentative of Doctor Who. I feel like, um, yeah, even though it is quite good in what it's trying to do so i couldn't give it the whole banger um but that's fair interesting enough. looking dalek <laughs> uh the witch also Finder. interesting looking daleks in the witch finders um <laughs> 17th century daleks there yeah. in the dunking stool yeah, gonna no. stick with that one me too definitely got improved fury from the deep we both said ogron mm. ogron's like ogron. i believe my ogron was playing in the foam <laughs> yeah. uh, not entirely aware of the danger of playing in seafoam. Um, totally. About to be attacked by seaweed, but 
having yeah, fun. Yeah, it was too bad. We invested a lot of time in that one. <laughs> but it was an ogron. Just didn't really have anything to say. We certainly did. There's an ogron waving weird. around at Sonic. Yeah. Um, it's almost a Dalek for the weed puns alone, though. Let's be real. <laughs> oh, our, our show on it was definitely a Dalek. <laughs> <laughs> they're all Daleks. They're all bangers. <laughs> they're, they're all bangers. It's a complete playlist of bangers. Everyone. Time fight. Uh, this is the last episode. Chris Burgess uh, came on, and this is actually the genesis and the first time <laughs> we used the Professor Hater. The genesis of the haters. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I love it. Not deviating from it. This, this, yeah. of course, is a Professor Hater. Are you going to change your rating, sir? Oh, that's a good question. Um, I'm going to stick with Ogron just because. It's um, it's not that good, <laughs> <laughs> but it's also not that bad. Is what you're saying? It's, it's like, yeah. yeah, like I think I I have to li- listen to my qualifications at the time. It's it's a, a smart ogron, like you know. Ultimately, at the end of the day, it's an ogron, but it's you. Uh, you, sir, I imagine you have a hard yeah. time uh, giving a professor hater to any Davison story. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I should, you know, it's the original hater. Um, I don't know. I'll think about this one. I may yeah. I reserve the right to change my rating later, but it's, yeah, I think it's right now. It's no ground. All right. Fair yeah, it's like, I think about like that season, I think it was season 19. What is, what are the things I would want to see again? And this is probably might be the bottom, bottom of the list. <laughs> um, runaway bride. Yes. Dalek, yeah. Daleks, Dalek, both. Mm-hmm. Viscount bangers for the next one for Dalek. Dalek. <laughs> Ironically, <laughs> again, yeah, a Dalek episode. Into, now, now I'm not sure if we need to really revise these because these are all very recent <laughs> and mm-hmm. we have the complete ratings for them. But the Beast Below, spring it up it today. Hater. Definitely a um, Professor Hater. I give it it's a, a sort of. Yeah. It's a Professor Hater that keeps forgetting himself. Uh, yeah, every five years forgets those glasses are on his head and you gave it an ogron yeah but it's like i said if you're a kid and the ogron's hiding behind a dalek or a dalek shell you might think it's a dalek but it's really an ogron (laughs) um planet of giants we gave both haters i think that's a solid teeny tiny professor haters blink come on come on the banger to end all bangers it's it's a viscount banger in stone yeah, and then the Zygon, you had the Hater Banger Hybrid. This is That's now right, the Zygon Invasion. To revise that to something more definitive, <laughs> if you like. <laughs> no, I think I think it's a it's a hater that's built around a banger of a speech. Yeah. Yeah. I guess that's, so that's it cool. is, yeah. It's metallic. Just because I like I like things simple. <laughs> it's it's a messy hybrid, I will say. Yeah. I mean, it's it's definitely one of those that it just it could go either way. And now the last two episodes we closed out season three with Utopia, The yeah. Sound of Drums, Last of the Time Lords, which uh, almost banger. almost closed out season three of this podcast. Yes, um, but that's with bangers banger. both set of bangers, and then the Gunfighters, which we did last week. Professor Hater and the, the Ogron the kid. World. Yeah, you. I believe your yeah. Professor Hater shot my Ogron. That was <laughs> <clears throat> and got a verse of the uh, um, the saloon song out of it. Yeah, it was reaching. It was reaching. Uh, what did you do it had. It. <laughs> Ogron's always reaching. Yeah. All right, all right. That's <laughs> it. That's it. We've got it. We've done all the ratings. You've Woo-hoo! gone with us again on this journey of uh, across the journeys that we've been doing, dear listener. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast, which is kind of a meta podcast this week. But um, we we'll have more back. podcasts. Yeah, we have more podcasts to come. Our next one, of course, will be the Celestial Toy Maker. I cannot wait to toy make some new content with uh with a celestial toy maker at the beginning of the 60th anniversary year it's so exciting thank you for joining us on the pull to open journey remember to follow us on all the socials pull to open or pull to open 63 depending on what social you're on and uh pete any last thoughts like and subscribe all everywhere you can and you are bangers all of you yes you're all viscounts good night sirs and ladies take care